0: Welcome to the Mike and Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. I'm Mike here with my good friend Willie. Willie, this is a, this is a special episode that we have here. Uh, we were going to do MLB midseason awards, but right before we started the podcast, the news came out that Russell Westbrook is heading to Houston for Chris Paul, a 2024 pick and a 2026 pick. And It worked out perfectly because you are the only OKC fan that I know. So I wanted to get your thoughts on the whole OKC situation. Let's go back to even the Paul George trade. What are your thoughts on where OKC is? Are you a fan of these trades? And what do you want to see forward from the Thunder?
1: I mean, hey, I told you, Mike, I thought we were going to mess it up. I didn't put my uh, trust in Sam Presti. And let me tell you, oh, my goodness. I I don't know how. I think they're certainly not done yet either, which is crazy. Uh, Adams and Schroeder could also be on the move. And I really don't know how much he'll sit still when it comes to, like, 2023 and players who might want to move if we have a few good players by then. But it will certainly be interesting. Um, I, I I don't know if he'll sit still with keeping those, you know, 2026 ones and might trade them you know, to try to get a star. Um, but for right now, it does seem like we are – the 2028 20, uh, NBA champions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Know, like,
1: like we're going to, like we have like, literally our franchise depends on some 11 year olds right now. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's kind of wild. I've never, I've really, I've never had a team sort of do this necessarily. Um, like the pirates didn't really count. Cause like the pirates kind of just didn't even like, it wasn't like they did it. They kind of were the tank every year. And then when the Mariners did it, I was like, oh my goodness. And now the Thunder are doing it. And like, I kind of love tanking. It's wild.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like you love it now in the offseason, but once the season comes around. Oh, think, I'm going to hate it. Mike. I think, oh, I think it. that's, what, I mean, speaking from experience, where I had had multiple seasons where the Wizards were one of the worst teams in the NBA. And this upcoming season, um, even though Rui Hachimura is one of the best players in the Summer League, uh, 50% from the field. That's besides the point. It's going to be a tough season, and I've seen the tough seasons. This is really your first time as a as a basketball fan that you're you're getting getting the taste of that. So, what are what are you going to do this during the season? Or are you still watching every see every OKC game? Or I know you're still going to be an OKC fan until obviously there's a Seattle franchise. But
1: oh, that'll be so. Oh my goodness. Do, do, I mean, I might not even be a fan in like 2030. <laughs>
0: Who knows? Are you going to go ahead and follow Russ and also? watch the Rockets now, as, or, no, you hate that. No, Rockets. now that he's
1: off my team, oh, my God, Russ is so bad, Mike. I don't know what <laughs> I've been talking about for years. He is so bad. No respect. He can't shoot. He's not, He's terrible. He's like he's like 39. Oh, my God, he's going to be so bad. Such a terrible contract. Sam Presti, a god. By the way, great transition. I've been dealing with this for my entire life because Mariners and the Pirates are as disappointing as it gets, and baseball is probably my favorite sport. So, there you go. Yeah.
0: I mean, transition. I mean, baseball. We, Good, good, good transition. Um, like we said, we just want to touch on uh, the Russ news real quick. I personally, I, I like the deal for the Rockets. I don't know how it's going to work. Um, I think Russ is a little bit more of a, um, more of a ball handler than CP3, so that's going to be interesting. They did play together. Like, oh, it's
1: going to be so funny. It's going to. Oh my goodness, is it going to be hilarious? Man. Like, like they played together, but they didn't like. Way together when they both
0: MVPs. Harden wasn't at the level. Harden was a now. six man. Harden was is, a six man. This is Harden's team. Um, back then it was Russ. It was Russ and uh, uh, I KD. But yeah, and I
1: mean, no,
0: no, oh. it was like Russ and KD, and then like Harden that next level below. But this is a hundred percent Harden's team, and to see how Russ in- integrates into that system is going to be fun. Oh, but I do.
1: So bad. If there's
0: if there's one coach that can make it work and make it happen, I think it's Mike D'Antoni because he loves to run up and down and. Russ and Harden, I, I think that's going to be good, and maybe you never know. Maybe Russ, uh, Harden can teach Russ a couple of things about shooting, and he becomes, <sighs> he becomes, he becomes a good shooter again. Um, I mean, the NBA yeah, really, it's really worn off on Clint Capella. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the NBA is it's a twenty, it's going to be from now on to twenty four seven league. At any moment, anything can happen. Um, just hoping that Bradley Beal sticks it through, does no, not request a trade. And we're doing I, a
1: baseball podcast and we're talking about basketball. It's, I, it's, it is like, it's this league. I mean, yeah,
0: it's this league. And it's, it's, the, it's the best league out there for me. But we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about baseball. Um, We had oh, yeah. the, the All-Star Game in the Home Run Derby a couple of days ago now. Uh, the second half of the season, it, well, a little bit further past the second half of the season, is getting started now. And right now, there's only one game on, the Rangers and the Astros. That's when you know it's. It's really tough that um, I'm watching a Rangers Rangers Astros game, and I could care less about either of those teams. But um, we were like we just, we wanted to do a mid season so we're gonna go through a couple of the awards that you usually see, but we also have some fun ones that uh, we also have some fun ones that we want to talk about, and we'll start over in the NL with a very with a, a serious award with the NL mid season MVP. So, Willie, I'll start with you. Who did you have as your and oh, Mitzi's MVP.
1: As you try to be serious, look, I'm gonna have to cut in here, real quick. You mentioned the home run derby. I forgot. I was gonna say we should have said something about the uh, sort of all star festivities. Um, first off, Vogelback was the cutest person I've ever seen uh, in the all star red carpet, and Josh <laughs> Bell was like the, he had literally wearing like near sombrero, it, on wild. But if you think that Vladimir Guerrero won the home run derby, get over yourself. Pete Alonso won the home run derby. Vladdy Jr. Do it when it counts. So with that, uh, NLMVP MVP. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Cody Bellinger. I think yeah, that is the like
0: yeah.
1: obvious. He's one of these guys where um, the AL MVP as well does this for his team. He leads his team, but like the difference between the AL MVP is this is the best team in the MLB. This is a team that we always kind of think of as like one of the better offenses, a team that's you know led themselves to the World Series now. In the Dodgers and leads the best team in the MLB in every single major, um, in every single major offensive stat, um, you know besides like the two of the pretty big numerical ones, which are like doubles and triples. But it's it's OPS, batting average, it's everything. I mean, and even some of the numerical ones, hits, um, homers. He literally leads his team in every every single thing except for doubles and triples, um. You know, and he's, he's, uh, I think, the, I think war is sort of the best stat for the MVP because if you're talking about one season of war, it kind of just goes into, you know, how much of an impact this guy's had this season and he leads, uh, he, he leads in war. And so I think that, you know, like leading the NL in war, um, by a few points, his, his F war, which is uh fan war, people who don't know, um, since some of the wars can be different. His is 5.6. Yelich comes in at 5.1. So it's really close. Um, you know, it could be Yelich's at the end of the year, but I think right now it's Bellinger. I think at the end of the year, because Yellich won it last year, I think there'll be some favoritism towards Bellinger winning it. And and like I said, just being by far and away, the, you know, the best offensive player on the best team in the NLB, I think that has something to do with it.
0: Yeah, uh, I usually like disagreeing, but I knew that this was going to be I think both the MVPs is going to be something that we don't disagree on. Like you said, uh, Bellinger, I, I re- really don't think that there's any other argument that you can make. Like, I understand, like, when you are the best player on the best team, like you said, leading in every category, I don't think that there's really any other arg- argument that you can make. I think with AL, you, there is going to be an argument that you can make just because of where the team, where the, if we're assuming it's the same player, um, where that team's rank it's is right drop, now. Yeah. It's Mike drop. Yeah, but yeah, but with Trout where exactly like his team is ranked in everything, that you can make an argument that, yeah, he's great in everything, but it doesn't lead to wins. Yeah, the Dodgers are a completely different situation since they have they have everything. But with a three thirty six batting average, thirty home runs uh before the all star break, uh, seventy one uh runs bad in. like there's I, there's no real argument that you can make here. Um it I think that this is going to be it it sucks because I really do hate the Dodgers and I didn't want to give them um I didn't want to give them uh, really any any award here but it's just something that you have you just can't deny and I think that's going this is one of them but moving on from that um, this is we're going to the NL Cy Young Award um, I'll start with you here Willie uh, who do you have as your NL Cy Young Cy Young winner?
1: Well, I mean, I'm sorry, Mike, but I think I think the Dodgers not only sweep the midseason awards. I think they sweep, you know, at the end of the year. I think the voters have the Dodgers sweeping the obvious two major awards in the NL. I think the Cyan goes to Hinjin Ryu. He has just been so nasty. And it's just, it's kind of like, like he's, it, it's for me, I love Javi Baez on the Cubs. And it's really tough for me to like any, and I like I like Christian Yelich on the Brewers. It's really tough for me to like like a guy on a team that I hate. But it's like, Hinjin Ryu, like, there's nothing you can really like hate about the guy. Like, he, he's kind of like, Like, there's nothing that you can just, like, hate about him. Like, you can make fun of Kershaw, and you can make fun of all these guys on your team. But, like, Hyunjin Ryu, like, the guy's never done anything wrong. He's just gotten better and better and better every year in his career. He's 32 now. Um, The 173 ERA is just so insane. And this is a guy that, like I said, you know, I think we're doing the midseason awards, but also, you know, we'll kind of say who we think wins at the end of the year, too. He's a guy, the past two years, he's gotten even better ERA-wise second half of the season. Um, last year, dropping below two, I believe, um, for his ERA, and then continuing that on through this season. And he's a guy who's just really low key had an spectacular career up to this year. This year, obviously, just being an outlier, being so outstanding. But two ninety six career ERA, but one seventy three ERA this year. Stats only get better in the second half of the season. The last two years, I think he. he I mean, he's just. He's just been dominant, and he's been great to watch. His stuff is really cool to watch, too. Um, His uh, hey, stuff I can, is cool to it, watch? Yeah. No, it's, but, not, that, it's not cool. It's it just like, it's, like, it just, like, you watch it, and you're like, whoa, like, I don't know how to, like, it's not like, it doesn't have, like, Kershaw curveballs, but, like, I mean, like, I don't know how to describe it. If you just watch it, like, in the All-Star game, too, you're kind of just like, you know, even against All-Stars, it's just like, you don't, Hinjin and doesn't, you know, cross your mouth when you're talking about, you know, Baumgartners and Kershaw's. But realistically, he should be the last few years, and I think he's the NL Cy Young this year. He's, he's just been so outstanding. His stuff's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's not happening. It's Max Scherzer. I mean, I'm a Nats fan. It's going to be very evident that I'm a Nats fan as this podcast goes along. But Max Scherzer didn't start the year off great, and that's not his fault. Um, the, team, the team was very injured to start off the season. They were not a good team. But ever since he's been amazing. In the month of June, he was six. He was six and zero with the sub one ERA. Right now, uh, he leads he leads the leagues in strikeouts. Um, his WHIP is under one. Two thirty ERA. It's, it's going to keep on dropping. And I just think Max right now has those has like the moments locked right now with the broken nose. With the um, uh, he had the game. Uh, well, he had the Expos uh, game. He had the game where he only allowed, I think, two hits in a game. And his month of June, everybody was talking about it. So I think if he can continue with this, his ERA keeps dropping. Because I, I guess the only real moment that I really remember was when he almost had the no-hitter against the Nats. But besides that, I, do you have a, like, a moment you think about where you're just like, oh, this... Like, I don't really think of a great moment like that. So I think Max Serger's uh, ERA is going to keep on dropping. Uh, I think that he's going to end up winning this uh, for the first half of the season. This is a midseason. season Ryu, yeah, he was nice in the first half of the season, but I believe what Max Scherzer did allow the Nats to get to the place where they are now, leading, uh, having the number one wild-card spot, and I think that he's going to win uh, Cy Young. When I was doing research for this, though, I was looking around, and right now, there a lot of people do mid-season awards, and they do have Ryu, but in almost every single article, they were like, Watch out for Max Scherzer because if Max Scherzer, oh, I mean it, obviously, it, I'm not it, yeah, counting yeah. Max Scherzer. I, I know you're not, but it's just like if he keeps continuing on this pace, then it's going to be pretty tough. But it, I, I could see definitely where you're coming from here. Uh, we already touched on this, but we'll we'll keep going. AL midseason MVP award, uh, it's Mike Trout. I mean, Michael Trout. There's, <laughs> there's really no, really no question about this. Um,
1: leads the league in the in a WAR by five points. The whole the whole entire league. I, he's. Just me. just makes no sense. He's so good. Like, oh my goodness. Um, also, if since like, since like, I mean, I feel like we don't really need to like touch on Mike Trout that much. Um, Cause like he's Mike Trout and I feel like we kind of all know about Mike Trout. Um, one of my friends brought to my attention, how Mike Trout has been passing some insane company in terms of war for like his career. And so, some of the guys that Mike Trout has recently passed in terms of WAR are uh, Miggy, um, wow. Zach Greinke, uh He passed Cano a while ago. Uh, Edgar Martinez, Pudge, uh, John Smoltz, Tony Gwynn, Manny Ramirez, and like right behind him, the uh, the the numbers of the, the career length in the MLB leading up to him. It goes, uh, like in terms of years, it goes 23, 19, 20, 16, 16, 17, and then Mike Trout at 9, realistically it's 8 because it's two half seasons his first year and this year. Mm-hmm. So, that, And that's and the 17 and 16 are Miggy and, uh, Miguel Cabrera and Zach Greinke. That's just insane. Like, he's, is, I, he, I think is, it's
0: the, is he going to go down as the greatest player of all time?
1: Um, it, it's interesting too. I, I think that I said war about 15 times in this. But I was looking at this, too. Babe Ruth has a career WAR, according to baseball reference, of 182.4. And Trout's currently at 70. So if he stays on his pace, it'll be close. But I don't know if he'll beat uh, – and Babe Ruth is by far and away second place is Walter Johnson at 164. But I think he'll beat Johnson. And Cy Young is right behind him by a point, And Barry Bonds by another point. I think – I I mean, like, it's just – the way the MLB is nowadays, like, compared to Babe Ruth's day and age, I think Trout might be retiring, you know, at 40 or a little bit earlier than that. But I, I think he'll get close. But I don't know if he'll, I don't think he'll beat Babe Ruth. But I'll still maybe consider him the greatest player of all time.
0: Interesting, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess what to me – obviously, Babe Ruth is he, – he's the GOAT, the legend. But when you have to, like, start thinking about errors and stuff, obviously he's the greatest from – this era, I can now go ahead and don't have to argue this where, where juice, I was sit-
1: the juice ball era.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's obviously the greatest of this era, but what he's doing is just so great. But I also do fear that the Angels being so bad is also going to hurt him. Like, there has to be a point where you there makes a switch, like one year, a, a year oh, or something like thought a about deep, that, too. A deep run or something like I thought about
1: that too, Mike. Is he he might have a really good possibility of would he maybe be the greatest like American team sport athlete of all time to never win a world series? If he, I, I like, so. he just signed a 12 year deal with the angels. Let's say they just, they just don't win another, they don't win a world series in the, those 12 years. He stays with the angels his whole career. Would he be the greatest professional athlete to just never win a title in American sports? I mean,
0: I, I think so. Like, I, I don't know who else would be in that, I don't know who else would be in that conversation. Like it's tough
1: because, you know, baseball, it's really the sport where you mean the least, you know, Uh, other than like football, but football quarterbacks are kind of the only ones we ever think about when we talk about that.
0: And um, Um, and
1: basketball, you know, we have like Charles Barkley and stuff, but
0: Charles Barkley is no, no, you can't even compare. But he's not like trout. trout level, Yeah, exactly. So I I think that it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Obviously they they never do um, the situations where, uh, Baseball players are like, oh, I want to force my way out. Like we could talk about it in the NBA, but the way the Angels are going, this this is real rough. But I'm not a huge (laughs) fan of the long contracts. Mike Trout is the only contract that I was like, oh my
1: goodness, Mike, if they paid him 600 (laughs) million for 12 years, I mean, it's not a bad,
0: it's it's a good deal. Yeah, I was just like, it's a good (sighs) deal. I looked at Machado and Harper. I'm like, whoa, that's rough. But yeah, Trout, Trout. I'm like, you know what? I, I like it. If you're the Angels, you don't have anything else. Anything else going yeah, for you? So
1: I mean, it's just the only thing at this point that could derail his career is injuries. And, yeah. you, know, you just pray that for that kind of guy that injuries just don't happen to him. Yeah, there's no question that his offense
0: is just not going to disappear, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. Uh, moving on to the AL Cy Young Award winner. This was interesting. I, I kind of went back and forth on a couple of players, but who did you end up going with?
1: A um, little bit of a homer here. You know, former Pirate. Charlie Morton, definitely similar to <laughs> Damn Leans, it, leads, that sucks. Leads, uh, leads the, I mean, leads the league, and um, I'll talk about the Rays a little bit too later, but leads the AL um, and ERA. It's been an AL that, you know, there's some guys near the top, but um the NL kind of dominates the top of the sort of like ERA. I mean, it's kind of like that every year, but with, you know, with how dominant yeah. AL hitting is. But Morton, he's just been like, he's just been pretty, like, he's been – Pretty consistent. He's really good, and like I'm happy for the guy. You know, didn't make it with the Pirates, but now you know, venturing off with the you know winning a World Series, and then now uh, I'm almost positive. Yeah, yeah, he won. I think he pitched in the uh, you know the World Series winning game, and then now with the Rays. So you know, happy to see him later in his career. The guy's now 35, making All Star games and best ERA in the league, but his ERA does get worse in the second half. Two years ago. It got better, I believe, but the well, last year and then like past few years and two years ago it's gotten worse, if not like a, a pretty decent amount worse in the second half compared to the first half. So I think Verlander might take the Cy Young for the AL at the end of the year, but right now it definitely has to be Morton.
0: I thought I thought we're gonna I was hoping maybe we disagreed on this, but I, I totally agree with that. I'm going with Morton. Uh, his ERA is just so much better than everybody else in the AL. That yeah, it's, that's it's kind of tough uh, the to make thing, an same thing. Same thing for
1: me. Same thing for me with Ryu and like Luis Castillo. I'm not. I'm not. I not i do not know. I'm not picking Luis Castillo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that was uh, that. Uh, if I think the only person that can maybe make a push is if Verlander has uh, Mike Miner. I, honestly. But the Rangers, like I don't really, I don't really care about any Ranger, and I don't really think that they're going to have a situation. <laughs> like, same thing with
1: Castillo. I don't. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: I, it's just not going to get into mainstream. But if Verlander can somehow make a push in the second half and maybe bring his ERA down, uh, we saw Verlander's comments about the juice ball era and how he feels about that. But if he can work on not giving up as many home runs as he has <laughs> already and bring his ERA down, I think he can make it an interesting competition. But right now, I think uh, Morton is securely in the league right now so now we're going to a little bit different style with just questions of what we questions from the midseason season point so i'll start with this first one here who was the biggest surprise for you uh the biggest surprise team this first half of the season
1: well dad giveaway kind of just mentioned it a little bit but i i think i know who i thought i knew who you were gonna go with so i kind of like pre-thought it out in my mind that like I figured who I would go with because I thought you would go with someone. So I'm going to Stu who has been a very big surprise. And they really could. I mean, they're unbelievable surprise. I think Tampa. Um, and not necessarily also Tampa, but I think biggest surprise of the MLB season has been the fact that Tampa has the best ERA in baseball. Just because how much we talked about last year about you know Tampa – experimenting with the opener and blake snell's the only guy in on their pitching staff and archer was really bad and this and this and that and it went on and on, and on. it was like a huge deal about how the rays are doing this experimental thing because their pitching staff's not that great they have one really good starter they go out and add morton we didn't expect him to be this good obviously there's like a surprise um glass now we didn't expect to be, to be as good but he's been hurt for a lot of the year And then their hitting has been really good. Obviously, the Archer trade has you know contributed a lot to this with Glass now and Meadows, but um, the hitting's been good. And just all they've slid a little bit recently, but I mean they obviously play in year in year out one of the toughest divisions in baseball. It's with the Red Sox and Yankees, right? You know, in front of them, and the Red Sox are behind them. I, I think Tampa's the I think Tampa having the best ERA in baseball the way this pitching staff has looked. I think they're and with Blake Snell not being that good. Um, I think they've been the that's been the biggest surprise for me is that you know, the the Tampa Bay pitchers. Uh
0: I think you thought I was gonna go somewhere else, but I am going with the Minnesota Twins. I don't know if you thought that's who I was gonna go I with. I was thinking you were gonna go with the twins. Oh, okay, I, I thought all that right.
1: was kind of like the clear one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Twins have been the big I think they've been the biggest surprise. Uh honestly, I'm not the I'm not the biggest baseball fan where I'm watching every single team. So coming into this year, it's the Minnesota Twins. I just think, oh, maybe they'll fight for a wild card spot, maybe not. But they've been surging. Uh the, they did not end the season very strong with losing. Uh, they were four and six in their last uh, ten games before the All Star break. In you can chalk that up to fatigue, but fifty six wins uh, in the first half of the season that that's impressive. I have a question. You can here. watch. You can watch all the baseball you want. You would not have predicted them to be the fourth
1: best team in the MLB.
0: Yeah, the yeah, and that that was the question I was gonna. Do you think that this is uh, the Twins with winning fifty six games in this first half? I don't think obviously they're gonna keep up that pace, but... Um,
1: their division's really bad.
0: I mean, it... It is, yeah. The Tigers, Tigers and the Royals are, are really bad, but I don't know. Could you see the Indians catching them and potentially winning winning the Central?
1: I think I'll cut it a little bit closer, but the division's just so bad. I mean,
0: I think... Do you think the Twins like have it locked?
1: No, but I think it could be close at the end. Like, I, I'm not going to say they have it locked, but... Um like if five and a half, you know, isn't that like five and a half is a good good cushion, but I, I don't I don't necessarily think they have it locked. Another thing too is they have a really good run differential, and that's you know something I like to look at. Um it's the uh, it's the second best run differential in the league. So like they've Yeah,
0: one sixteen then yeah.
1: like it's not like they've been, you know, kinda of like the Mariners last year when the Mariners had a really bad run differential. A lot of people said that they predicted them to fall off when they were doing really well at halfway point of the season. There's not really a team out there that has a really bad run differential, you know, that's doing well or kind of like the opposite, uh, maybe other than like the reds. But yeah, I, I think Minnesota, I think Minnesota, I think it's sustainable. They're young. Um, and then they also have some older guys kind of like Cruz. They bring in, who's just, you know, a good hitter. We think he will still be good in a few months from now. So yeah, I, I think they're, I think they're going to win the division.
0: All right, I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't aware that the Twins were going to be this good, and it's just always—it's always been in my mind. It's just going to be the Indians that were going to win this division, and I just can't get. No, that. I definitely I, agree. Yeah, I just can't get that out of my mind right now. But the Twins have definitely been impressive. So now we're going to move on to the most disappointing team this first half of the season. Uh, Willie, who who you have? Uh, well,
1: kind of similar on this one. Uh, you go first. I want to see what you
0: say. Uh, I went with the Boston Red Sox. Uh, like, that was one
1: of my two. Yeah, so I'll go with my other one. Yeah,
0: I I thought that. Um, The Red Sox, they have, like, a good record, but after winning the World Series last year, not having too many major injuries, I understand that the division is very, very tough, uh, having to have Tampa Bay, who's good now, and, of course, the Yankees. But to be nine games back at the midway point is terrible. To be twenty twenty-two at home is is bad. And I know everybody talks about bullpens. I, I know a lot about bullpen problems, but... The Red Sox bullpen is also one of the worst bullpens uh, in, in the MLB. And I don't know, it could, it could be a get very, very weird where the Red Sox could find themselves not even making the playoffs if they don't figure it out and don't make a deal at the deadline. Um, I think that there are going to be at least 8 to 10 teams that are buyers for bullpens. So I don't know how good quality bullpen bull, bullpen guys that you're going to be getting, but it seems like losing Craig Kimbrough now is looking worse and worse by the day. And to be nine games back... And not even be in second place to now be trailing the Rays. It's I think it's going to be tough for uh, the Red Sox to make that push. Then again, they do have great hitting all around, and they just if they if they get hot at the right time, even if they're pitching and their bullpen may not be great, the way that they can hit could probably lead them to a wild card spot. But I think they've been the most disappointing team so far uh, at this midway point of the season.
1: Yeah i I definitely agree. I mean, this you know you kind of just you kind of covered everything. The only really things that I could add is, you know, I definitely agree. I think a major example is the fact that um, Mookie Betts has been like, like I think Mookie Betts will be better. Um, he's been like a pretty well above average, but we expect him to be one of the best hitters in the league. Like, 859 OPS, 272 batting average. We expect him to be a lot better than that. And 859, I mean, that's asking a lot to be a lot better than that. But I, yeah. I still think like he has to just get better. Martinez is like right above 900. And you know, you know Devers being their best player on their team is not going to lead them to the uh, lead them you know to the World Series or even just the playoffs. And Sale having an above four ERA. I mean, the list goes on and on. I just think that there's no way that you know this t- continues. Um, so I definitely agree in that sense. But to kind of touch on a little team or another team, a little quick here is uh, I'll, I'll go with the Phillies. I think are the second most disappointing team. Yeah,
0: that was the other team. Sweden, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because. Frankly, this season going into it, if they didn't have a win percentage close to 600, then it, I think it's a unsuccessful regular season, and they could be looking you know down the barrel at a, uh, at, you know just missing the playoffs, which obviously is a huge disappointment for them. They knew their division was going to be tough, Atlanta, and um, we knew Washington was going to rebound. I mean, we knew that your Nats were going to be better than they were last year. But I mean, 47 and 43 at the break, a 5.22 uh, win percentage. Like that's, you know, I thought they'd be around the 54 and 37 in Atlantis. I thought they'd be, I thought they would be leading the division. They just have so much firepower. They made so many trades. They signed Bryce Harper for all that money, and you know, it's it's got them 47 and 43, and it's got them to be the second wild card right now, um, behind you guys in that. So. And a half game above Milwaukee, so I think it's going to be a tough race at the end. And I, I could, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. That's just you know. So I think that's why they're the second most disappointing because, I think they expected themselves to be one of the best teams in the league. So obviously they have to be one of the biggest disappointments.
0: The only reason I didn't go with the Phillies as the most disappointing team is because of what happened to McCutcheon. I think. The Phillies were were flowing. Uh, the,
1: were, I disagree. I think
0: still it's they they, they haven't been uh, able they, to find then, a le- they haven't been able to find a leadoff guy yet.
1: But then they get but then they get draped. Then they get Jay Bruce for the Mariners, and they're still four games under over five hundred. They, like, they kind of they like Kutch got hurt, and you know terrible how it happened. But then all of a sudden the Jay Bruce trade just works out very lucky for them that they have Jay Bruce now, and he's been better than Kutch. So
0: I mean then also Herrera too, his situation like. They're- there have been, there've oh, been, been a couple of players that like get – there have been issues and what they went into as – because when everybody was in that lineup, they were in rankings. They were they were one of the best teams. But ever since then, it's been kind of an issue. Of course, Bryce is slumping right now, but you usually get that from Bryce. Uh, you. Yeah, you usually get that from Bryce at, at a point. Yeah. He'll heat back up. But I did have them as my number two team, and the only reason why I didn't pick them over the Red Sox was because of uh, – was because of McCutcheon. But we, we did cover... No, but, I, but like
1: I said, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, Boston winning the World Series last year and then being as okay as they have been this year with maintaining basically the same team except for Kimbrell is the biggest disappointment by far.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, So now we're moving on to our second half team that slides. So maybe they're they're in the mix for the playoffs. or so maybe in the playoffs right now, uh, playoff picture right now, but they're going to go ahead and slide. So, who did you go with, Willie?
1: Um, so, I went with the Rangers and I, they just have, like, a whole... They kind of just seem like that team where it's just not really, like, sustainable enough. Like I said last year, like, usually you have some teams that will have, like, bad run differentials, like, or run differentials that just don't match up with their team, but, like, there's not really that team this year, except for the Reds Um, are, like, like they were like one of my picks that made like they're not my second half surge team, but they're one of the teams I think have to just obviously get better because their run differential um is positive and they're forty one and forty six. But I just a Texas six over five hundred I, I think they'll fall off a little bit. They won't be sellers, but they're nine out of their division obviously since the Astros are in the division lead. And the three games out of the wild card, I just don't see them making the playoffs and you know, maybe other than Gallo, but Gallo is just so unpredictable with his style of hitting. And it's just they're a weird team. They're a weird team, and I don't really think they have the necessarily tools to just keep it all together, um, and you know, and then stay as good as they have been. I don't know. It's just weird. There's a weird team.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. Um, I went with I went with Tampa Bay, um, and it's not really a slide because Tampa Bay uh, isn't as good as they were in this first half. I just don't believe that the Red Sox are going to be this bad. And uh, I don't think the Red Sox are going to be this bad uh, for a long time. And they still have a lot of matchups with the Red Sox uh, and the Yankees. And I just think it's It's going to get to them. And eventually they're just going to find themselves falling out of the picture. I, I I like, I always like, I, I like the defending world series champs and, it's not necessarily. I think it wouldn't be necessarily what exactly Tampa Bay has done that causes them to fall out of the picture. But I do believe that going up against the Yankees and going up against uh, going up against the Red Sox uh, a countless number of times before the season is over is just going to have them fall out. I do believe that this isn't a year. I, I honestly, don't know when the year is going to be because I don't see the Yankees or the Red Sox sliding off any time. Maybe uh, when they finally make the move to Montreal because nobody's a fan in Tampa Bay. Um, that uh... I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> I also I try my best. I try my best in my journalism skills to try to find uh, like MLB strength of schedule remaining based off kind of just something like wins or something like that. But PowerRankingsGuru.com, dot com have power rankings for the MLB that I kind of I, I definitely agree with. Um, you know enough to kind of. Um, like kind of be able to value like what they're saying. And so they have like an MLB strength of schedule remaining based off their power rankings. And they just do it based off of like the average opponent rank, you know, for how many games they play and the average opponent rank for each of those games that they play. And so the Rangers come in at six toughest remaining. Uh, and then the, um, then the rays were third to last in terms of, you know, like their third easiest schedule remaining. They, other average team is the nineteenth best team, the eighteen point three seven best team in the league. Yeah, and but wouldn't that be skewed because of
0: the, the O's and the Royals. Like I guess. I, no, I know,
1: I know. I'm saying like it's not perfect. Like I said, but I, I, that was kind of one of the reasons too that you know um, that I thought that could be possible because for the they, 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 could, they. It could... said they've had a pretty easy schedule, and that the Rays have had, uh, and then the Rays have had. Uh, uh will have a pretty easy schedule towards the end of the season.
0: I think, like, obviously those those games are going to add up with getting, like, really, really bad teams. But I do believe that for them to go ahead and make it, they also have to go ahead and beat the Yankees and the Red Sox. And I think if the Red Sox uh, start to hit, hit a stride, and I do believe they're going to hit a stride eventually, it just – when you have oh. g- good hitting all over, I still see Tampa Bay sustaining it and saying that number two spot and uh, t- staying that number two spot in the division and then – possibly find themselves out, maybe trying to look for a wild card, that second wild card spot, but I don't think that they're going to be able to get it.
1: Also, Mike, another thing kind of too, just to kind of say like what you were trying to touch on that, you know, that these power rankings, like I said, powerrankingsguru.com, that they could be, you know, could make it weird because of how bad teams have been. They have the Red Sox at seventh in their power rankings. So like that's, that's, you know, another team that the Rays obviously have to play a bunch that yeah. they have ranked higher than they have been this year, but it's still the Red Sox. So they have to be ranked seventh. But so, yeah, I think, I, I mean, that's, you know, it's really interesting to me at the Rays, how easy of a schedule, considering, you know, the division that they have to play in and that they, you know, they have just even having the Yankees in your division just makes it tough. But yeah, I, mean, I think, so that's kind of like why I went with it there. Um, but I, I, I do kind of agree that Tampa, I, I don't know. I don't know about them
0: either. I th- I think that there's it's just so new on the scene. But I have a question about the A's. Um, you you obviously watch a lot more games because of uh, Mariners and stuff. Do you think that the A's can have a chance to actually make uh, that wild card spot? They're currently a game and a half back uh, in the American League.
1: Well, I've been surprised. I've been surprised all year that they, ha- you know, they were like they were floating under a 500 a lot of the year. Um, and they have a lot of talent, which is weird for the A's. Like it's usually that. They don't really have that much talent. They kind of just figure it out the Billy Bean way. But, um, I mean, you know, they have all, like, uh, Lorianna was an insane fielder. Davis has sort of struggled this year. That's why he's, he's really been, like, league average, really kind of like a. He's got a 236 average, 737 OPS. So, like, league, league average, which obviously isn't what you expect from Chris Davis. And pro far, who they traded for, has been terrible, but um, uh, OPS wise. But, Uh, Chapman's been, you know, um, amazing. Got that call up for the, um, got that call up for the home run derby where his dad (laughs) then proceeded to throw him sliders and (laughs) and, like off speed, off the plate. Um, uh, but Anderson and Fires both have sub four ERAs. Um, so I I think, I think that they kind of are just bound to get better and they kind of just crept their way into being 50 and 41 at the all-star break. But, like I was, like I was saying, like yeah. I guess you just don't really pay that much attention to it, but just seeing the Mariners' standings all the time, I would always just kind of be like, hmm, that's weird. The A's, yeah, Chris Davis has been bad, but the A's are like below 500. They're right around 500, but they've surged, and I think it makes sense. I think they're going to compete.
0: Yeah. Okay. That I was interested. I was looking. I was like, oh, I didn't think that they. I think they're going to be here at the, this point of the season.
1: Yeah, they're oh. one and a half out of the wild card. They no, they've really just no like they just. They just started surging recently, and they've really been out of it for so much of the year. That was kind of weird. That you know, like you just like if the A's are out of it, you're not going to be like, hmm, huh, the A's are out of it." You know, like yeah. I will you know, the AO, being a Mariners fan, but like no one's just going to be like, hmm, huh, the A's are out of it." That's weird.
0: <laughs> no, I, I definitely get that. out. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, "Oh, that's that's interesting." But we're going to move to our second half. Uh, a team that's going to surge in the second half of the season. So I, I'll start here. I went with the Padres. Um I I don't know why uh, I we we had two series we found our two series against uh, the Padres this year and they're just a very, very uh scrappy team. Uh Fernando Tatis Jr. was hurt for a good amount of this uh the first half of the season. He got hurt against the Nationals uh I believe and he was out for a couple of weeks there and during that time they did hit kind of a slide but He's back. And I think that they're going to, they're going to hit a stride. I do not have them making the playoffs. They are right now at 500, but I do think that they're going to get into a place where everybody's like, Oh, this, this Padres team is very, very fun. And maybe to look for them to next year of being a legit contender. But I do love the Padres team. Um, Love the Padres with Machado, with uh, Tatis, with Reyes and all of them. I, I think it's going to be a very fun team to watch in the second half of the season. Who'd you have?
1: Yeah, that, That's pretty interesting. Um, uh, I kind of touched on the Reds a little bit. Uh, Puig has been absolutely on fire the last few weeks, and Castillo's been awesome this year. How sustainable it is the rest of the year, I don't know. But um, I think the Reds certainly are a team that, like, the NL Central is just so weird. It's, it's, everyone's it's so close.
0: Mess. It's a mess. Everyone's
1: so <laughs> close, and the, the best team. Like, I really don't know what to think about that. But uh, I'm going to go with a, a quick one here. We don't really need to talk about them much because we've already talked about a whole bunch. It's obvious. The, the Red Sox, they have yeah. to. They're going to surge. I mean, like, they have to. There's just, like, they can't. Like, they, they're going to surge. This isn't football where they have, you know, seven games remaining on their schedule. They have, you know, so many games left that I just I feel like they, over that stretch, you know, Sale will get better. Mookie will get better. JD will get better. Like I said, we've already touched on it enough. I don't really think I need this to um, talk about it that much more. Um, I, I just think the Red Sox have to get better not not like they have to get better, but like like
0: it's gonna happen at, it's gonna it just has to happen. Like it's happen. Exactly. I, I just don't think it's something that it's really like a question. It's just eventually if they're gonna calm down and everything's just gonna go back to an equilibri- equilibrium which is where they're going to not be that third place team in the division. They're I think they're definitely gonna be in that wild that number one wild card spot and they'll be going up against uh whoever. Um but now we have our playoff predictions. Uh, we'll start with the NL first. So for uh, for me, my wild card, I had the Nats versus the Phillies. I had it as an NL East matchup the way it is right now. Um, I do believe that the Braves are still the best team in the division. Um, I think their lineup is probably in the NL be- besides Dodgers. I think it's the best uh, lineup. In the NL, and I think it just—they have a six-game lead. I don't see the Nats catching that. They have 14 more games. Um, they face each other 14 more times before the season is over. But I don't believe that the Nats or the Phillies will be able to catch up to um, to the uh, to the Braves. So, who would you have in your NL Wild Card game?
1: Uh, somewhere Nats, uh, but I'm gonna go with the Brewers. I don't have the uh, Phillies making the playoffs. Brew crew. Yeah, yeah, they. <laughs> Like I don't know, they, they you know, they uh, they did it last I year. I think they've got, yeah, I think they've just got the tools to do it, you know. To, like, I think they'll keep it up enough, and then obviously they'll be, you know, forced to be reckoned with in the play- in the playoffs if
0: yep. they can get past you guys. I think
1: the game will be at Nats Park. Because yeah, how uh, crazy the NL Central is—we're all going to beat up on each other. So
0: that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't have another essential team. I just think everybody's going to beat up on each other and. Whoever wins the division, that's I think that's going to be the only rep out. Uh, rep. I out agree of Central, with that, yeah. but I thought
1: the Brewers were just too good. I so, think yeah. you guys. I think your division at the top will beat up on each other. A yeah.
0: Bit oh yeah. Def- definitely. Definitely.
1: But now the it's Reds. Just it's just that there's five teams in the NL. Yeah. Central exactly. I was like, football. now the the Reds. The Reds will get better. The Pirates have been the most injured team in the MLB, and currently have the most, the second most guys in the IR of the IL, what it's called and then oh, and then you got the, the Brewers the Cubs and the the Cardinals it's going to be you know they're like it's just it's just so weird
0: yeah it's i don't know how that's going to work out cuz you guys don't have cuz we have we have the Mets and the Marlins where you go like okay whew, oh yeah I mean, it's, have- it's been a tough stretch let's go ahead and get a couple of games here but you're not going to be like, oh, we have the Reds and the Pirates now. We we saw what the yeah, have, uh, what the Pirates exactly. did to the Brewers uh, in, in their last series. So every it,
1: one of the NL Central you have to be scared about. Meanwhile, like yeah, like that's what I'm kind of saying. NL East, you can kind of be like, oh, Marlins, you know, it's the Marlins. They're all they're a little cute, but <laughs> and then you got the Mets where it's like, oh, they'll figure out a way to fuck it up. So yeah,
0: yeah. I, I definitely agree with there. Uh, with the the NLDS, um. I had the Dodgers versus the Nats, and cause I have the Nats winning the game. And I have the Cubs versus the Braves. Oh, uh, who... yeah,
1: I have the exact same. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So yes. I think I how think much to
1: add on that there. I mean, Cubs just quickly. Um, you kind of talked about the Braves a little bit earlier. I think um, Cubs are the Cubs. I think they'll. Be they were... I think they'll survive. Yeah, they'll, they'll I was run. like
0: they're they're kind of in the slide towards the end of the uh, end of the getting to. The they'll be, I think break, they'll yeah. be
1: the third. They'll be the third uh, team. I think the standings as they are right now, I think are the same, where the Braves are in second. Dodgers are just gonna have like 110 wins, and the um, and then the the Braves around like 100, and then the Cubs are gonna be like low 90s, high 80s, and they're gonna win the division. That's what I think is gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And then we're moving on to the NLCS, and this is where my homer side came in. I know this is not, it's not actually correct but in the NLCS hopefully we have the Nats versus the Braves. I don't think that the Cubs are going to be able to beat the Braves.
1: Yeah, I got Braves Dodgers.
0: Yeah, that I can't argue that. I think I, I
1: think the I like it's just a stupid thing to predict cuz it's it's one game and the Vegas line for this game would literally be well know, Scherzer would be on the mound. Yeah. That is Taco Scherzer on the mound with the Brewers of Yelich. I don't know. I want to say the Brewers win the wild card game, but like it's a stupid thing to predict because it's one game and you guys have Scherzer. But um like I, I don't I I could see I, I kinda see Brewers, uh Dodgers and then Dodgers against the Braves.
0: I I, I, I just aren't good enough. Yeah, I, I could see that. The only reason why I actually do give the Nats a chance is because of, of our starting rotation. Where you can go Scherzer, you can go Strasburg, then you can go Corbin. Uh, Anibal Sanchez has also been pretty good ever since he came off uh, the IL. He's, I think, his ERA the past six, seven starts has been like uh, sub three. So I, that would be the only thing that like leads me to believe that. And if we're somehow able to get an, an uh, 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 eighth inning guy, I do believe that then at that point the Nationals become very, very serious. But the way that the bullpen is currently constructed. I don't think that it's going to be possible for them to actually go ahead. <laughs> like, I just can't with this terrible thought in mind. Yeah, <laughs> I can't with
1: this god awful thought in mind. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Scherzer goes seven innings, letting up like one run. He lets up some it'll random. Two, it'll home it'll run. It would be two
0: to one. It would be two. Not to
1: Yellowish. It. It's going to be. It's going to be two to, It's going to be three to one. Yell- a, a home run to a guy not Yellich. like Just some random whole Aguilar hits a home run. Just some random guy hits a home run and that's like the only thing against his record. Let's have like three hits, seven innings. But he's at like 110 pitches and they're like, we, just, we gotta take we, him out. We we gotta take him out. Yep. <laughs> and he does bring in like Tony Sip or something and and then all of a sudden the bases just get juiced or pretty juiced and then Yelich just hits a dinger. There yeah. you go. It's four to three. And then and then you're not going to get a hit off hater.
0: Yep, exactly. And there you
1: go. And that's, that's, the that's that's
0: why I said we. <laughs> that's the wild card game. Honestly, I, I if it's a, if it's the wild card game, Scherzer is going. If we don't if we don't uh, Scherzer change, better go. If if we, if we don't if we don't change anything uh, with our bullpen in a wild card game, Scherzer is going eight, and I would put any amount of money on it. If we do, he'll go seven, and then I whoever the eighth inning guy is, and then I would love Doolittle to close, and I feel very very confident.
1: It's, beside... also, it's also a great argument for him being like the NL MVP. Is that like the, like, we always talk about how the NBA MVP isn't actually an MVP. It's just like yeah. the, this, they should change it to the POY. They should change it to the player of the year who had the best, like, fun statistical year or something like that when you have guys like Russ win it. But, um, who, by the way, sucks. Russ sucks. But <laughs> so, um, but he leads the NL in war for pitchers and he has to go eight or else your team is. Screwed. It's so like, screwed. Absolutely screwed. So like, that is kind of just like most valuable player to his team, it's Scherzer. The like yeah. player of the season, probably pitcher yeah, wise, has right. been it's real. real. So you. Yes. Like, but Scherzer has to go eight, or else you guys aren't going to win that game.
0: Yeah. It's like no shot. And it's like n- like not win the game like at all. And yeah, I, I think that's 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 going to be that's going to be uh, definitely fun to watch. Hopefully, the schedule's getting pretty tough for the Nats to start off the second half. So. We'll see where they are at at the moment, but um, uh, who do you have winning the NLCS of being the first team in uh, the World Series? I'm assuming it's the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. That that That's makes five games, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I went with the Nats, but you know I'm not, I'm not gonna pick against the Nats. That's crazy. Kershaw
1: Kershaw's figured it out to the point where he can get to the World Series. It's like Kershaw always folds in the big moments. It's like the early playoffs aren't even big for him anymore because they just make the World Series every year. So then now he's just folding in the World Series. So he'll they'll make it to the World Series. but
0: Yeah, and then he'll, he'll be typical Kershaw. Oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and we saw we saw the Dodgers in a uh, uh, big leverage moment oh, in the MLB All-Star my game. my goodness. And... Did we ever. And Hin-Yin Ryu, <laughs> the likable
1: one, who has no Dodgers <laughs> in him apparently, no Dodgers choking, uh, just comes out there, good first inning, and then put in the other Dodgers. Kershaw and Bueller, and,
0: Bueller, and there, there they go. And the Dodgers are <laughs> back. Uh, so moving over to the AL, let's see who we're getting out there. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a unanimous one. But in the wild card, who do you have as your uh, your wild card teams? Uh,
1: I got Rays and Red Sox playing at Fenway.
0: I had R- Red Sox and the Indians. Uh, as much-
1: no, don't. Not, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. I, but Makes we sense. we definitely both have definitely both have the Red Sox breaking it. There's we talked about it enough. But yeah, Red Sox are definitely. Uh, there, uh, ALDS. Who do you have in the ALDS? Oh man, uh,
1: oh. Uh, Yanks have oh. the best record. The oh. Yanks are going to win like 112 games. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. And Just then saying.
1: the Twins and the Astros. Uh,
0: yeah, that's exactly that's exactly who I have. Uh, wait, who do you have winning the? You have the Red Sox winning the wild card.
1: Uh that's another one, tough one too because it's like it's one game, so it'll be it'll be sale again who I think at this point like I said I think he'll be excellent by now um or maybe not I mean you just, you just never know yeah, but, four I mean, right he'll now. have to be he'll have to be for them to get this point I think they'll be good enough I mean I, like, they're not gonna put throw they can't throw price because the way that guy gets crucified in Boston yeah no. like sale like he has to be yeah sale will be throwing that game no matter what like sale no matter what has to be throwing that game um and then it'll obviously be Morton or Snell or Glass now, prob- probably Morton. I guess. Morton? I
0: would I would assume it's Morton. Maybe
1: and then Glass now, like if he comes back from his injury and he's still fine, then the second. Do, do you know? I, do, I don't know. Do you it'll know? Be when, Mor- I
0: guess it'll be Morton. Do you know when Glass now is supposed to come back?
1: Well, it was supposed to be like a. I think it was supposed to be like a two month, like month and a half ordeal, something like that. Pretty sure. Not a hundred percent sure on that.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the only thing that. If Glasscock could come back and he's what he was before he got injured, then and if Snell uh, is what he was last year, yeah, I, think, I a, think the if Raids, they can get
1: out of that wild card. If they can get out of that wild card, they can challenge the Yankees. Yeah, just yeah. with their pitching.
0: But I, I know I, I, the world wants. But to see it. But it's a one
1: man show on offense.
0: Yeah, everybody wants to see it, and it's Yankees and Sox. That, that's it's what and, the world wants. It's what the world wants to see. You know, yeah, and four of
1: those games are going to be in Yankee Stadium, so pitching doesn't matter there. Yeah. So yeah, that was stupid <laughs> for me to say that. Anyways, uh, I'll go with the Re- Red Sox to win the um, wild card game. It'll be exciting. Then we get Red Sox Yankees, which is always exciting in the playoffs. And the Yankees just win in like five or six games because Yankees stay, oh, yeah. you never know—with like Mookie Betts, JD Martinez, and every, like you know endeavors. But no, we yeah don't uh, Yankees Please. Yankees and um, Yankees and Astros.
0: Yep, that's who I have in the ALCS. The Yankees.
1: Same is Sane, yet again. Correct? Have they? No, that was the ALDS.
0: That was the, no. Right? Yeah, yeah, ALDS. Yeah.
1: But like yet again, just kind of like it. Just feels like the Yankees and the Astros. They'll be they'll be doing this the next few years. You know.
0: Like,
1: yeah. I don't really see anyone challenging them in the AL.
0: We did see. Well, when I was watching the game, Bregman did get hurt. He he got like a. Uh, oh, uh-oh. oh big he, was, story. he was playing. He was playing shortstop. Uh, and he, a ball went straight up to his jaw and he started bleeding and he kept saying, my jaw, my jaw. And they took him out of the game. Hopefully, it's uh, nothing. I mean, that's
1: that's a jaw thing. I mean, it's probably like, it's not, you know, it's not a muscle. So, yeah,
0: yeah. So, hopefully. he should,
1: he like, should. Like, he be. might, like, obviously, might not be fine at the current moment. And obviously, that sucks for him. I don't want to get in the jaw with a baseball as someone who's gotten hit with a baseball many times in many different places um, from playing infield and just hitting when I was younger. Like, that uh, sucks, but. Like, a, but, you know, for baseball and for, you know, for the sake of just this discussion, hitting, getting hit in the jaw, he scared he, me a little bit, Mike. He scared me a little bit. I mean, he, I mean, grounder it grounder to the jaw. I mean, it, it was, it was. Grounder not, to the neck. Grounder to the neck is a different story, but like grounder to the jaw, hopefully it's just like a bruise or something like that. I,
0: I, you know, I couldn't, I, I couldn't hear what they were saying because I'm, I'm obviously watching it on mute. I couldn't hear what they were saying. All I saw, all I saw was I looked up and I saw, uh there was a towel on his face, and then I saw him mouthing my jaw, my jaw. So I, I just mean, wanted he to could have
1: a uh, could have a max tape ordeal. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 Broken nose on a bun. That was that was a fun one. Um, and then yeah, so bring out ALC, the mask. ALCS, who do we have winning? I I, I had the the Yankees. Uh, I mean, I just I just think the Yankees are the best team in baseball.
1: Yeah, I got Yankees, Dodgers
0: in the World Series. Yeah, I went uh, Yankees, not Nats. because much talk out there. Oh, not... Jesus Christ, Mike. Yeah, I mean, am I saying am I saying something wrong? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. I mean, we've been the hottest team in baseball for the past month. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, I can, I can dream, I can believe, and we get a Yankees, we get a Yankees, Nats uh, World Series. And uh, realistically, I, th- I do think it's going to be Yankees, Dodgers, and. Hey, I, I, oh. I have the Yankees. I have the Yankees winning that. I, I just think that the Yankees are, are going to be un, un, unstoppable, and that this is without. I I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to say without like Stanton now because I don't know if he's ever going to come back, uh, and just like not get hurt again. But they're doing this without Stanton. Judge hasn't really gotten in his groove yet, and like once everything comes back together, like Voight uh, just went on the aisle. He should be back. Sevy like. <laughs> There's just so much it's, on this team. It's t-shirt. so crazy. It's unfair. It's just like, unfair. It's just,
1: like, yeah, it's, like, makes, it's, like, in the make, make realm of, like, makes no sense.
0: Yeah, so, I think the Yankees are going to be, uh... Oh, yeah, they're, they're the, most, the most, agenda. they've,
1: and, and what's crazy about it, too, is, like, regression in the mean of, like, they were hurt earlier in the year. They shouldn't be, like, still that hurt now. I believe they are still... Still the most like to still have the most guys on the I. L as it stands right now. And the I mean the list is like the list was uh, like a all star team like <laughs> three or four or five years ago. You got I mean like it Voigt, Byrd, and Duhar, Tulo, Ellsbury, Maiden, Stanton,
0: uh, Montgomery, Severino,
1: is... Kansas. Like that's just
0: That's that's scary. That's honestly it's... scary.
1: 110 games, Mike. Like, <laughs> see? No sense.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And uh, that's all – I guess that's all the, the serious type of awards that we have. So, Willie, you came up with a couple of uh, couple of other awards that we wanted to give out on the first half of the season. So I'll let you take it here. What are the awards that you want to go ahead and give out?
1: Uh, well, we'll go with the hot take. Which like mine's like kinda disappointing. I tried to really think of one, but like I I, I don't like Phillies don't make the playoffs, um, is up there. Um I, I think the Red Sox go dummy in the second half of the season. I don't yes. know if that's up there, but like uh we've heard a lot about Andrew Cashner. Andrew uh, so my hot take is Andrew Cashner is gonna weirdly, you know, this league, he's gonna be the biggest name dealt at the trade deadline. And I, he's going to go to the Yanks, who they haven't really been talked about that much. We've heard a lot about Texas, who's kind of worried, like I kind of said, about their second half of the season. They want to get better. Um, I've heard the Red Sox with Cashner's name, but I think Andrew Cashner. They, we keep hearing about how the Yankees they just want more pitching, even though they have so many pitchers who've been disappointing. I think they, you know, they go and get a guy from your division who's been excellent. Andrew Cashner, he's on a two-year deal, which would not be team friendly, but obviously with the way the MLB works, the Orioles could eat a lot of the money, which we see like all the time. So, uh, yeah, I I think Kashner is the biggest deal at the trade deadline, kind of unexciting, and ends up on uh, the Yankees, and that just makes their team even better. Um, And, you know, they're terrifying, yet slightly disappointing starting rotation gets even better.
0: Yeah, uh, I I do want to point out uh, a lot of Yankees fans a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about us trading for – them trading for Max Scherzer. I don't care how (laughs) bad we were. There was never a chance in hell that Max Scherzer was going to be uh, t- was going to be a Yankee. I I just wanted to bring that out because you were talking about Yankees and they they've obviously been wanting to, they want to get uh pitching, but please do not even think about that again. Um obviously in the situation where we're in now that's definitely not gonna happen. But even if we were the worst team in baseball, it you weren't getting a damn thing. Uh we had for-
1: we had the same thing. The Pirates had the same thing with uh uh Felipe Vasquez Vasquez former, right former yeah. Matt, of yeah. course where the Dodgers were rumored to be going after him, and then the Pirates basically came out and said that they would have to give up, like, Ruiz or Lux or May or Will Smith. Like, they basically just, like, named, like, their top ten prospects. (laughs) They're like, like like Gavin Lux, I think, um, might be, like, their top prospect, and Will Smith is one of their top prospects. They just name-dropped every single one of their top prospects. They're like, yeah, you're going to have to give us, like, Two or three of these guys, if you want them, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, I mean, no, we're not doing it. So yeah, like that. In the realm of just stupid trades for the the best, the big teams getting better. And yeah, no, it's not happening.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just wanted to bring it up. Uh, I already gave you my hot take. I had the Nats uh, going to the World Series, and that's that's <sighs> going to be my hot take. I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I think we have uh, the top three starting rotation is just nasty, and I think we're going to we're going to be buyers and get somebody to help in the bullpen for the eighth. Um, and I think we're gonna to be uh, totally fine and get to the World Series. So that was that was my hot take.
1: Uh the uh, the perfectly named and Mike. I'll lead off with you on this one. Ugh. The Ugh. Bryce Harper most disappointing superstar award goes to.
0: Uh, uh- I'll go with uh, Bryce Harper here. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um Bryce Harper, uh, the 300 million dollar man. Uh, Bryce Harper who was in all the MLB All-Star commercials. You saw him uh, his Oh, that was
1: the best. And you pointed that out to me. I wasn't even thinking oh, I saw. him. Man. And he's in the All-Star commercials and I I he has to have been like the only guy to just not making. Yeah,
0: he was on all the like, I don't he, know, was, like- he was on all the posters too. It was it was fun. It, it it's definitely fun um Everybody was bashing, was bashing um, the Nats. The, why are you being cheap? I didn't want to I, – I wanted Bryce – I'm not going to lie. I wanted Bryce Harper just because he's the one that got me into baseball, really. I wasn't really a big baseball fan. But Oh, you were the
1: cutest. Mike, you were the cutest last year when you went in between your want him, don't want him thing. The best easily being when he won the home run derby and you're like, it's official. I, it, it, it's, it's done. I'm not going to change my opinion after this. I've changed it like ten times. I, I love Bryce Harper. I need him back on the team. And I was like, Michael, you're gonna say that same exact opposite thing in two weeks. And I think you probably did. Yeah,
0: and that, after
1: he strikes out four times,
0: that's, that's the thing. I, I, I do I do hate Bryce Harper a lot now, but uh, he's also <laughs> still like one of my favorite players. And I don't know. I I I'm very happy that we didn't go ahead and sign him. Uh, when I realistically when I looked at it and I was like, I don't think he's worth the money. I think that Juan Soto, Victor Robles, and Adam Eaton are going to be fine. I don't think Bryce Harper elevates that. So much more than what uh, it is right now. Uh, Bryce Harper hitting two fifty three, a two fifty three average, uh, 16 homers on the season. Um, he's he's going to get better, obviously, but it's been a different, disappointing first half of the season. He's expecting a baby, maybe that's on his mind. Um, uh, I listened to I listened to an interview with um, uh, I'm blanking on his name. He just uh, Bryce Harper's uh, agent uh Boris uh Scott Boris yeah so i was listening to an interview with uh Boris with uh he came on a, a nats pod and he said that you know what the reason why Bryce Harper's starting so slow he's, he's in a new environment he has to get used to it i'm just like okay i mean he's playing a lot. Okay. <laughs> he's playing a he's, he's playing a lot of the same teams that he did when he with the nationals <laughs> i mean i don't know how different it really is but hey still right. red i mean i don't know are <laughs>
1: still uh, <laughs> The, the empty seats are still blue. I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't know, but hopefully. Well, not Literally like a two-hour drive away, I think. like Not hopefully, but Bryce Harper w- will get better, and he'll, he'll get back to his usual self. But uh, in about year seven or eight, I think the Phillies are going to be regretting this deal if they already don't regret it right now.
1: Uh, yeah, well, for my 2019 Bryce Harper Most Disappointing Superstar Award, uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Cindergaard. I mean, like, like the 468 ERA, uh, a 128 whip, which like, I feel like a relief pitcher wouldn't be like that bad, but like his ERA is just so bad and he's six and four, 17 games, like obviously his team's bad around him, but like, he's just kind of like falling off and he's did we talk we, like, and he's last seven his last seven starts, he has a four ninety seven ERA. Like he hasn't gotten better. Um it's just like it, it's just like I, I don't know, it's just it's just weird. And he's gotten worse and worse every year. Two point six in twenty sixteen, uh goes up to near three, then right above three, and now this year it's four sixty eight, like just like he's just been terrible. It's just like we talked about weird. the we talked like, about
0: the Mets pitching, how like we thought it was going to be like yeah, I mean, crazy. Like, we don't remember.
1: We don't remember. Like when it was it was when Mats came up, not Mets, but Matt's Yeah. Matt's came up, and we were like, "Oh my goodness!" So now they have Mats, and they have Syndergaard and Degrom, um, and yeah, the Ace Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight. Yeah. And then I mean, look at that. everything. Oh, everything is about this shit, and it's
0: just it's a, it's just the Mets. It's just the Mets.
1: And, and, <laughs> and uh Zach Wheeler. And Zach Wheeler. I mean, it's like, yeah. It, it doesn't yeah, does make like these times. But uh, yeah. Uh and then um also speaking of the devil, the twenty nineteen New York Mets dysfunctional
0: franchise award goes to Uh I would assume the, the New York Mets here. Be the, New York <laughs> Mets. <laughs> I mean, the Mets
1: have, the Mets have been something. Phillies last year when Kapler was like uh like when he like when he came out and they kind of just Seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. And, like, he he put in a relief pitcher who wasn't warming up. Uh And, like, the, it was just, like, we had some honorable mentions last year. And the Marlins kind of make it there every year. But the Marlins have kind of been, like, a respect. Yeah, no, the Marlins. Are- it, like, you know you know exactly what I'm saying, right? Like, they haven't been good. Yeah. They haven't been okay. They've been bad. But they've been respectably bad. We haven't really had to talk about any tablet stuff. We haven't really had any Derek Jeter stories. We haven't heard about how they're. Their front office is being run out of a a, a desert desert island, in, like the <laughs> Caribbean. Like they wouldn't won the past few years, but it's back to the New York Mets, all right. They're still paying Benia, and uh, for the you know eightieth like year in a row, and they, it's just gotten worse and worse. the the front the the clubhouse stuff is just the best. The stuff with the reporters,
0: and I mean, it's just... Having to, to, to apologize again because they said his apology wasn't uh, sufficient? Like, oh my I god. mean, that,
1: that's just good. They can't get more New York Mets than that. Um, do, you and, think, and also, do you think that they're still mean, at the deadline? Oh god, they have to be. I mean, and, and there's also a great a great thing is um, for me is that, you know, I, I like both the guys, but uh, as a Mariners fan, Cano and Diaz suck. It's just like... <laughs> God, it's just everything about them is dysfunctional. They thought they were going to be good, and they're not. And their clubhouse is a mess. They started not, there's way too many personalities in there, uh, the, and it all starts with the manager. It's like, oh man, it's the best. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. And everyone hates their owner. They all hate their front office. They all hate everything. It's, it's, a, it's amazing.
0: Fire the Wilpons. Uh, I mean, they, it's been. I mean, hey, it's been, it's been going on for a while with the Mets here, and I think it's it's a, it's a problem. Um, I don't know. The thing is with the Mets, like, I, they have talent on their roster. Like, it's not like it's like a Marlins roster. It's like, oh, these, these players should work together and should be good. So, I mean, I guess they have to be sellers, but maybe next year you get, get a new manager. I don't know. You I get I a mean, new manager. I, I guess you who, – who, who do you think out of – do, do you think that Syndergaard would, could end up being traded?
1: I mean, he's not, he's not been good. That's the problem. Yeah, but I feel like, like
0: I feel like I feel like, like
1: obviously, a big big baseball term or not term of just like a big baseball belief is like you kind of just said the change of scenery. Yeah, that's what. I, like,
0: that's exactly what I was gonna say. A team's gonna be like, you got to the, scenery oh, to, or the best? No, no, in, no, in no. The best. Uh, like,
1: What about the best? What about the best? Mike, is the change of scenery across the river, or uh, not even across the river? I don't know how New York works. I've run myself in a hole here. I I don't know how the
0: rivers work,
1: but just like across the subway, across the uh, city, (laughs) just a great. Oh, we just needed to change the scenery, yeah, to a few blocks away.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jesus, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. (laughs) I'm not really tapped into Mets. uh, I don't know why I would, why somebody would be, but tapped into like how the Mets feel about their situation right now and if they want to go ahead. But I do think that you can get, even though Cindergard hasn't been great. Uh, in the first half, I do think you could still get some, some a uh, pretty good deal for him. Trying to uh, send him to a team that maybe wants to be a contender, it, you know, and, and in that situation where he becomes like your fourth or fifth guy, it's, it's not bad. But uh, that that should be should be fun to watch. Uh, do you have any more any more awards that you want to? Yeah, I, got, gotta, go I got a
1: few. Um, in honor of uh, Conor McGregor, we got the who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and I, I think I like I'm like I know like yours. I'm assuming you're gonna say brian reynolds just because i've kind of shoved him down your throat oh yeah like like i mean but it's a good one i mean he's leading rookies i uh, are now second um i believe first or second with you know with mcneil on the mets um and rookies like batting average and he's got like uh, over 900 ops um but mine is mine is hunter dozier i mean <laughs> like royals it's like
0: i saw him like, this weekend yeah I eat.
1: no it's I like it's like they like you're kind of like, oh, the the Royals, you know, like, there's like Solare and like Whit Merrifield, yeah. Gordon's still there. Mondesi, I mean, we all talk about Mondesi many times. They, they they got two of the fastest guys in the league, got Mondesi and Hamilton, and then there's their team leader in OPS, Hunter Dozier, who's 27. He's old. He's
0: old. Yeah, I was just about to say he's that. He's 27. Older.
1: He's been been in the league for three years. His OPS in the past two years been 549 and 673. And I was going to be 899 OPS. It's like, that's serious. That's like, it's like, it's like, well, like,
0: you know, I mean, like, yeah, so like when,
1: last year, played a lot of the season. Like first year, didn't play a, a, any at all, but like same year, 673 OPS, like 229 average. No one really heard about him. Then all of a sudden, 2019, 899 OPS. I was, I was like, it's just like, I don't know. You just hear about so many other guys in the Royals or a team you never hear about. And you hear about like Merrifield and Modesty and stuff all the time. And then, but then Hunter Dozer is the best player, and you're like, "Oh, give me a break." Uh, and then I, I think this is going to be one that you're going to be very passionate about, like the the uniform, not the uniform of the year because you only had half of the year, but uh, I'm assuming you're the uniform of the century, the uh, 2019 first half uniform of the mid season for you for Michael Lechman-Gun, I Think I know
0: uh I mean, yeah this 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 is this is easy this is it's the expo's uniform that the nats wore it's the, uh, the, oh. the
1: tampa bay the tampa bay expo's
0: oh man that was it was beautiful max shirts on the mountain the beautiful uh beautiful baby blue uh it was oh another
1: great another great baseball thing warming up in a in, different in a jersey, jersey yeah. to get used to the <laughs> jersey which really means a lot it's like uh, another great baseball thing
0: yeah uh it was we got the sneak peeks and uh, we had we had Vlad go and throw out the first pitch in that game, and the uniforms. The uniforms were very very nice. I love the way people were uh, had the red. But you had the, people... Vlad
1: Vladi now has to be referred to as Vladimir Guerrero Senior. He hmm. threw out the first pitch. Yeah, that's hype. I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, so that it, is so cool. It was it was definitely fun, but I did have a because uh, that was definitely I did have an honorable mention. Uh, the Cardinals, baby booze, Yeah' Never go wrong. I mean,
1: the, you can never go wrong with those. Um, but I'm gonna stay, uh, I'm gonna stay in the same division. Oh my goodness, these just like I get you're the Homer with the Expos pick, but oh my god, the Red sleeveless jerseys are like the coolest thing. I mean, I hate amazing.
0: Sle- I, I hate sleeveless jerseys. Oh, but like, I, but, I hate sleeveless jerseys. Like, absolutely. No, well, hate okay, them. well.
1: Derek Dietrich and
0: uh, obviously <laughs> – like, Derek
1: Dietrich, we've seen Derek Dietrich without a shirt before because there's the famous time on the Marlins. Went, the Marlins, yeah. He got – when, like, they, like, physically, like, assaulted him and, like, ripped off his jersey, and then he was shirtless. And then that was kind of when Derek Dietrich, people started to hear about him because he was, like, league average player at that time. But Dietrich, obviously, is going to look amazing without sleeves. But, oh, my God. Y'all see all. the Puig like I mean, uh, Pui probably was thinking that he never wants to wear sleeves again. Oh, and, he, and he's been on fire recently. It just makes it all better. Oh, but I, I mean, like, seriously. The Like, there were some guys where, like, um, like a uh, honorable mention of, like, the sleeve, like, and the Reds did this where they wore these throwbacks, like, a whole bunch of times in the last few weeks. And I, it, it's, like, it got annoying, but then the sleeveless ones just saved everything. But, like, at the same time with the sleeves, like, there's some of the guys where it's like not to like small arm shame them, but like Yhennio Suarez like just kind of looks sad, and I was like, because like some of the guys threw on sleeves, like on yeah. it, <laughs> and it was like, like like, like you kind of just like had to, but but Dietrich and Puig, Puig especially, just made these the uniforms of the year for me. I, I just couldn't believe like because you can throw on the sleeves, but the guys who didn't throw on the sleeves, Dietrich and Puig, oh man, yeah, like, I, amazing.
0: I, 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 I'm i not a big fan of, of the sleeveless, but when you have somebody that looks like Yasiel Puig and, like you said, Dietrich, <laughs> they, they make them look uh, very good. I think, was that the last was that the last of the awards?
1: Uh, it's it's going to wrap us up for, uh, here, Mike.
0: All right, so... season
1: awards, they've been given out.
0: For mid-season, we'll de- I think we'll definitely c- come back right before the playoffs, maybe a couple of weeks before the playoffs, and give a little bit of a breakdown on what we think it's going to happen. Yeah, and uh,
1: talking about baseball twice a year is uh, its talking baseball.
0: That's talking baseball. and We did we for over an hour. That's a it's a, a long pod there, Well, when but... you
1: only talk about it twice a year, can't really <laughs> You can't really do it for much more than twice a year. As we said, this league,
0: this, you know, oh, Andrew Cashner getting traded. This, 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 boring, this boring league. But that's going to do it. Um, We'll be back for a regular episode. Drop it on Tuesday. Thanks, Willie, for hopping on. Uh, You've been listening to the Micah Micah podcast on Legendary Sports Network. Peace.